Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Everything is coming up this year. Tell your neighbor everything in your life is coming up this year. Tell the other one on the other side, everything, hallelujah, in your life is coming up this year. If you believe it, clap your hands and say, I know that's right. Our theme scripture is uh, uh, Revelation 4, verse 1. It says, after this, I think this is John talking, after this, I looked and behold, a door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it, it were of a trumpet talking with me. Another version of that says a trumpet, like a, a, a long blast, like they do in warfare. So a voice like a warfare trumpet called out to me and said, come up hither. Mm. You're not going to be able to come up without a fight. That's why it's a warfare call. That's why the Lord called him in the voice of a trumpet, because that's the sound of warfare. If you're going to come up this year, it's not going to be without warfare. Woo! Every, I'm not going to call you a punk. Everyone who's not a fighter in here, get used to the level you're on. Enjoy it. And it don't have to be bad. But everyone who's willing to fight for the next level, get ready to come up this year in the name of Jesus. You're not going to come up without a fight. You're going to have to fight, but you will win because you've already won. Amen? Come up here and I will show you things which must be hereafter. Come up. Come up. And I always say I love come up more than go up because come up means somebody's already there. Let me tell you, the place you're going up to, God is already there. And he's calling you up to a higher level. He's calling you up to a greater dimension. You're not on the go up. You're on the come up. That means he's already there. He knows you're in from the beginning. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. I know the thoughts that I think, thoughts of good and not of evil, to bring you to an expected end. God expects you to end up somewhere because he's already there. Are you hearing me? So this come up is God inviting you to a realm he's already in. Doors represent realms. Doorways represent new atmospheres, not just windows, but a door. When I go through a door, I enter into a new realm. Get ready to enter into the rest realm, the peace realm, the hope realm. Get ready to enter into the joy realm. Is anybody ready to go to another realm? Period. Period. I, it's, so, it's a little chilly outside, so we had to turn the heat up in our house and I, I you know I, I set the, the temperature to where I know the sun will be coming down so it'll be a little cooler so hopefully I'll put the heat up a little higher like I can't wait to get home and feel that atmosphere and take my jacket off and be like I'm so glad it's comfortable I'm ready to get in a realm and be comfortable I'm ready to be I'm ready to be like, you know what I don't need this jacket I don't need everything I thought I needed I want to get ladies I need more ladies here because I live in a house full of women. The first thing they do is put on some pajamas or sweatpants and just put their bonnet on. Just, I'm ready to relax. First thing ladies do is snap, snap, unsnap, that, bloop, 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 bloop. Woo! What you want to eat? Anybody ready to be that comfortable in the spirit? Ladies, I need your help right here. Fellas, you can join in. Is anybody ready to be that relaxed in your life? That relaxed in your marriage? That relaxed in your finances? Somebody just lean back like, whoo! Comfortable. I came that you might have a life. And that more abundantly. Completely satisfied. Relaxed. Comfortable. Happy. You're allowed to be happy. There was a huge price paid for your happiness. And you still going to be grumpy and bitter? There was blood shed for your joy. We do the cross a disservice when we don't walk in joy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because of our sins and because of our shortcomings, we probably, be, I don't want to say deserve, but the wages of sin is death. So depression is probably like, 
our lot. That's probably what was coming to us before Jesus blocked it on the cross. Depression was coming to you before Jesus blocked it on the cross. Stress was coming to you before Jesus blocked it on the cross. Sadness was coming to you before Jesus blocked it on the cross. So when you still receive sadness, you're saying the cross didn't work. We're doing the cross a disservice when we're depressed. Y'all quiet. Stressed. Sad, I did all that so you could have joy. Sinners are sad because they do wrong. We're sinners, so we deserve sadness. But he became sadness so we could have joy. Okay, y'all missed what I just said. He became poor that we might become rich. He became sick that by his stripes we do the cross of disjustice. When we receive and live in fear, stress, we, we, we say the cross didn't work. What did he die for? On the front side of the cross, he's taken everything, all of our sins, all depression, all sickness, whatever. And behind the cross is his glory, is the goodness, is the favor. Don't step in front of him and take all them hits. He took it for us. So receive that joy in Jesus' name. Come out. And I will show you things that are to come. I want to speak, well, I guess for the next 15, 20, I'm just going to set it up, I guess, from the sermon. Listen up. Listen up. God has convicted me so heavily about listening. He's convicted me about the person of the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about encountering God the last few weeks, and I'm not off of it yet. When you encounter God the Father, you receive his mercy and his love. Because when you encounter God the Father, that's the lawgiver. That's the thou shall not. The Father lays the law. Any fathers in the building? Any good dads in here? Any good? All right, you ain't got to wave your hand. I want your family looking at you funny. Good father lays down the law from the house. Ain't nobody getting in here after one. After one. You lay the law down. You don't play with dad. He lays the law. He, he's the lawgiver. This is what pleases me. This is the standard of the house. So God comes and gives the standard of humanity. Don't touch the tree. Yes, sir. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. Thou, the father lays down the law. So when you encounter the Father today, you encounter his mercy and not his law. Amen. Because he can no longer view you from the law perspective. Because we can't keep it. Every time I come to this, it's the traditional thing I feel, the religious spirit. Okay, yeah. When, when Moses said, thou shalt not kill, right, he had already killed somebody. Not the Bible, your Bible. The one that declared don't kill, killed before he said don't kill. So God is using a flawed person to relate. Uh-oh. That's why it don't matter what you've done in the past, God can still use you. Tell your neighbor he can still use me. Y'all got the wrong. Tell your other neighbor, I know you know my mess. But he can still use me. Right in your face, he'll elevate me. Right in your face, he'll promote me. Right in your face, he'll bless me and give me favor. You know all my faults. He knows all my favor. The law was always pointing to Jesus, the son. So thou shalt not, thou shalt. So God was like, okay, you want to please me? All right. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. And he knew we couldn't keep it. So we just broke all them, broke, 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 broke it all. Then Jesus comes. So when you encounter God the Father, you encounter love and mercy because you can't encounter law and judgment because you'll die. So he chooses to view us through the lenses of grace. Do y'all? He chose that. He, ch he chooses to view us through the lenses of grace. I love that. It's his sovereignty. He can do what he wants to do. And I'm glad he chose to do that. 
Because before he chose to view us through judgment, which is why Sodom and Gomorrah was gone, which is why Noah, the story of Noah's Ark, he destroyed the whole earth because he viewed us through the eyes of justice based on his standards. Mm. So now he's altered everything through Jesus. Now when you encounter Jesus the Son, you encounter liberty, freedom, I mean grace. But you have to address your sins. You can't come through Jesus and not address why he came. He's the only one that the scriptures say was born to die. He was born to shed blood. He had to come in human form just to give blood. The Bible says he didn't come as a celestial being. He didn't come as an angel because he didn't come to redeem angels. He came as a human. <laughs> Because I'm about to be the perfect human you cannot be. And after I'm done being sinless, God is going to view you through me. Ooh, ain't that good? So when everybody looks at your mistakes and what you did, well, God, thank God he ain't looking at me. He's looking at Christ. And when I'm in Christ, I'm he, the Bible. Ooh, the, the, the Bible says your life is hid in Christ. Read Colossians 3. Read Colossians 3. Read Colossians 3. He says your life is hid in Christ. So why are you trying to pull the cover off what God covered? Don't let people uncover you. Don't let them bring up all your mistakes. And then, uh -uh, I, know, I know, but I'm covered. So when you deal with Christ, you, 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 you deal with, uh, how can I say this? You, you deal with familiarity. He knows what you feel. He knows what temptation feels like. He knows no man can tempt God. So God doesn't know what it's like to be tempted. But Jesus does. Because he was tempted at all points as we are yet without sin. So God came in the form of Christ so he can feel us. <laughs> this is so good. God is omniscient. He knows all things. But he didn't feel temptation until Jesus. I feel like running. He didn't know what it felt like until he was wrapped in the body. Y'all quiet. Of Jesus the Christ. I got to understand why everybody's breaking the law. Why can't anybody obey me? Why is it so hard to live on that earth? What's going on? Let me put on flesh. And see what's going on in Orlando. See what's going on in Brazil. What's the problem? Why can't anybody obey me? What's going on in Mississippi? Let me walk this way a little more. Y'all notice I'm preaching on this side more because he's scared. What's going on? I got to feel this. I'm not going to sin, but I need to know what it feels like to be tempted. And since you can't tempt Almighty God the Father, I'll let you tempt the Son. I wish y'all was here this morning. So now almighty God knows what it feels like to be 12 years old. To be 15, to be 17, to be however old you are except past 33. But he got the gist in 33 years. I get it. Ain't too many more temptations after 33. I get it. He was tempted at all points. All means. All means. All means. That means I'm going to go into detail. Because I don't want y'all to picture your Jesus tempted with certain things. But he was tempted with everything. It didn't mean he wanted to do it. That means he was tested with it. To tempt means to present. To present in a favorable context. That's what to tempt means. To present with a favorable context. Like, you know you want some of this apple pie. I'm on a diet, thanks. But you know this apple pie look good. This, it's, to, it's, to, it's to present with a favorable context context Jesus was tempted at all points yet without sin so he lived the perfect life we could not live now when we accept Jesus the Christ as our Lord and our Savior when we get saved we are now in Christ I like using this we're in Christ we're hidden in him and God views us through him isn't that a good thing if you're perfect be quiet what you, um, let me come up. I know you ain't. Mississippi, I ain't hear you on that one. You quiet now. <laughs> 
So now when you encounter the Holy Spirit, ooh, this is the last level. In the Old Testament, the Spirit was upon us. Spirit came upon Samson. Spirit came upon uh, 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 Elijah. The Spirit came upon. Old Testament, the Spirit was on. New Testament, the Spirit was with Emmanuel. God with us. Jesus was with us. Old Testament on us. New Testament with us. Now Testament in us. Woo! For the first time in the history of the world, of creation, the Holy Spirit dwells inside earthen vessels. For the first time, we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And when you encounter him, I want to focus on three things. The Bible says, in him we live, move, and have our being. So trying to explain any of this is just, I just feel so intermediate. I feel so kindergarten because you really, it's too vast to explain God the Father. That was cute what I tried to do. God the Son, it was, uh, it was a limp ball on the carpet of who he is. So to try to explain the Holy Spirit is the same way. I, I, I don't even know how to approach it, but I just want to focus, I guess, on, I, I, I don't know. You encounter power. You encounter wisdom. Uh, and you encounter, how you can say, character or attitude. Let me just talk. Let me just flow and set this up. The Bible says grace and peace. Be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Hmm. The more I know God, the more I get grace and peace. All right? I knew we shouldn't have danced earlier. Now everybody tired. Okay. When I encounter, <laughs> the more I know God and knowledge there, to know is an intimate word. It means intimately, almost like uh, uh, married couples are intimate. When procreating. Got kids in here, so I try to keep it G-rated. But to know God intimately like that, the more you know God, the more grace and peace is multiplied to you. So when people are scared and fearful, you don't know him that much, huh? You need to hold hands with him a little longer. Just, just do movie night with God. Do date night, because why are you fearful? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom? Who? Who? The government? Who? Sickness and disease? What? Who? God? I'm going to fear something. I'm going to fear something and I have God on the inside? That's, that's, that's anticlimactic. <clears throat> Knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According to his divine power, he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So we see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit right here. Through the knowledge of God, the Father, Jesus our Lord, the Son, according as his divine power. That's the Holy Spirit. All right, giving us all things that pertain to life. He's given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. Let me move this quickly. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. The more we know God, the more we spend time with God, the more we pray, the more we are aware of his presence. I, do, I try to do it all day now, like, Holy Spirit, thank you for being, leading God me. What should I do? What should I say? Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in me. I was at the store. Where was we at? Somewhere. I was in the store. Just thank you, Holy Spirit, for dwelling in me. Give me wisdom. Let me know. what. Just, just murmuring certain things. Because through your knowledge of him, you have all things that pertain to life and godliness. You won't miss out on anything in life. I'm just talking calm for a reason. I, I see kids going to sleep and I want to, hey, do you know that? I don't feel like doing that right now. Just receive the teaching in Jesus' name. Can y'all handle it like this or do I need to do jumping jacks? Y'all got it? Because I can do that too. Thank y'all so much. I love you. I won't miss out on anything in life. He gives me all things that pertains to life and not apart from him and godliness. He gives me through his spirit all things that pertains to my life and godliness. Woo! So I won't miss out on pleasing him and I won't miss out on being pleased in life. Did y'all... 
Because nine times out of ten, what pleases us don't please him. Or I just lost this whole section. Where the real section at? If I say, okay, can I tell y'all how I know? Most of the time, what pleases us probably won't be in line with what pleases God. I know that by birthdays. When people's birthday come up, that's their moment to be ratchet. Like, I wear my skirt up to here. And I'm allowed. It's my birthday. I'm going to the club. I'm getting a couple drinks. It's my birthday. Like, that's in the Bible. Like, <laughs> you can be saved except for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Homecoming and birthdays. Like, where is that at? But anytime we take the moment to do what pleases us, why is it counter God? Why can't I be pleased with God? It's quiet over here. God knows how to please you more than you please yourself, which is why you got to keep doing it time after time. But when you drink from his well, you'll never, you'll never thirst again. Can you imagine one thing making you happy for the rest? Woo, woo. For the rest of your life, can you imagine coming in contact with one person that changes your life forever instead of sleeping with so many different people? The Spirit gives me all things that pertains to my life and godliness. I don't have to sacrifice the God element of my life to enjoy it. In his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Why would the Bible use that? God wants to please you. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these, good God, all Mighty. By these promises, you'll be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Okay. So corruption is manifest through lust. You don't see it as destruction and corruption. You see it as a strong desire. Okay. But the Bible is telling us, I'm going to go backwards. The Bible is telling us that corruption comes through lust. <laughs> corruption, corruption like eroding, like cavities. I know about them things. I don't have so many teeth pulled. Cavities, the erosion of your soul comes from the lust in the world. But you escape it when you take on a divine nature. <laughs> you escape destruction. When you put on a divine nature, divine nature, divine means godlike. So you put on a godlike nature. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm, let, me, let me just keep it moving. When you, when you're a, a dog has a wolf nature. I was talking a while ago about our dog Louie, who's a little dog about the size of this microphone. But every time a car go by, like a big truck. <laughs> That's how high his voice is because he's small as a hamster. No, he's a little bigger than that, but I'm just saying. Another truck. <laughs> now, he don't know his voice is that puny because he has the instinct of a wolf. Woo! Did y'all hear what I said? In his mind, his nature is that of a wolf. So in your mind, you need to take on a lion's nature. I don't care how small you think you are. Face every giant and say, you come to me with a sword and a spear. But I come. Y'all need to start barking at some giants. I come in the name. I don't care how small you think your prayer voice is. Pray anyway. You got a divine nature in you that's bigger than you. 
came to awake sleeping giants in here today. There are some sleeping giants in here, and I want to wake you up. There's divine purpose in you. Okay. Man, y'all, wake up, wake up, wake up. You're too big to be stale. There's something in you that's great. There's something in you that's powerful, and you can't keep sleeping on your destiny. You can't keep sleeping on your purpose. Orlando needs you. Your family needs you. Your future needs you. you Look at your neighbor and say, wake up! Every sleeping giant, wake up. You don't even know you're a giant. You don't even know how powerful you are. You don't even know the authority you walk in. You don't even know that greater is he that's in you. Dog has a nature. Humans have a nature. You don't have to tell us to do certain things. I never had to teach my dog how to go to the bathroom. Well, not the bathroom, how to... You know, how to move his vows. You don't have to teach animals how they'll go anywhere. When they're ready, they'll just scoop over and they just do They do what they got to do. It's a nature. I don't have to be coached. You don't have to tell me what to do. It's in my nature. Woo, are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't have to teach a child how to go to the bathroom. You got to teach them where to go. But you don't have to teach them how. When they're born, they just release. Whenever it fills up, whenever their bladder, y'all know what I'm talking about. They just go. You don't have to teach a child. Your stomach is tight. You might want to try to push that out, Johnny. No, it's a nature. You ain't got to tell me to do it. It's an instinct. When you get saved, you have a new nature. Good God Almighty. You got divine instincts. You ain't got to tell me to pray. I do it instinctively. You ain't got to tell me to lift my hands. I do it by reflex. Look, oh God. Does anybody in here got a divine Nature, a new normal, things I used to do, I don't, a new normal, nature, natural, it comes naturally, divinely. When I'm saved, I got divine normal. If you're saved, why do I have to tell you to pray? You don't have to tell a child to talk to his parents. No trial, child is going to starve. They're going to scream and make noise towards their source until they learn how to talk the language. I'm telling you this morning, scream towards your source. Shout towards your source until you learn. I, I said scream. It's my nature, my new nature, sis. Call the Abba. My new nature says, Abba, my new nature prays. Ain't no church, no pastor got to tell me that. I'm saved. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, divine nature. Either the Bible is true or it's not. Either the spirit works or it don't. I'm about to close already, just one verse, because I could just stay here. We'll just pack, unpack it later. It's one, 107. When you get saved, hallelujah, who is saved? Can I see you? Can I see your hand? Can I see your hand? Raise the lights a little bit. Keep it raised. I want to celebrate with you. Raise the lights. Raise the lights. Raise. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you with your saved self. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. When you get saved... You've been adopted into the beloved. You're in a new family now. You're Jesus' brother and sister. The Bible says you're heir and joint heir with Christ. You're joint heir with Christ. Whatever inheritance is coming to Christ is coming to you. <laughs> There's new normals that comes with this. I just want to speak... A, a, a few things. No one has to teach you to scratch. You do it when you itch. You can't even stay in a prayer line like, Father, we thank you. Like, oh. <laughs> Why you always itch when you holding somebody else's hand? That's the devil, man. It gotta be. I ain't itch all week. All week. The pastor say, grab your neighbor's hand. Hallelujah. Oh, man. 
And you don't know whether to let their hand go or do it with their hand in it or just use a shoulder. How do you do that? Back of your leg, just... Nobody got to tell you to do that, though. You instinctively do it. That's how the divine nature is. And once you become a child, when you're a child, you, use the, you need a pacifier, you need a bib, you need baby food, you need pampers and diapers, then you move up to your little Spider-Man underwear and Wonder Woman underwear, and then you want solid foods. Then you start going to school, mommy dress you, whatever, you go into the bathroom yourself, it's all instinctive as you grow, as you grow. Now you're in middle school, you're picking out your own clothes. Now you're in high school, you're about to drive. Who's in high school thinking about diapers? It's a new normal now. You have a new norm. It's, it's a new normal. You don't even think about diapers anymore because you're on another level. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's how your old life should be. I don't even consider what I used to do. Not just because it's old, but it's beneath me. It's beneath you to wear a bib. Y'all quiet. You ain't going to go to Cheesecake Factory and put no bib on and, and sit in a high chair. How many adults? Two, I need a high chair. No! It's beneath you to sit in a high chair. It's beneath you to sit in a car seat. Because, oh, y'all quiet. Because you have a new normal now. It's beneath you to gossip. Okay, now, now I'm doing the spiritual, y'all quiet. It's beneath you to be bitter and upset. It's beneath you to be fearful and stressed. It's beneath you. You have a new normal, and in that realm is peace. In that realm is love. Okay, I'm screaming too much. Tell somebody I have a new normal. We actually can't go back because that stage is over. Third grade is over, y'all. I don't care how much you like Miss Williams and Mr. Clark. <laughs> I don't know why that name came up. Right, that name just came out of nowhere. You can't go back to third grade. Some of y'all try to do that now. You'll get kicked out of the school. Security be like, I was in that class 10 years ago. Okay. It's illegal for you to be there now. I need y'all to get to the point where you know it's illegal to be where you used to be. It's illegal to go back to your old ways. It's Ill You're not allowed. You don't fit in the desk anymore. You don't fit in the class anymore. You don't fit with that mindset anymore. You don't fit with that attitude anymore. It's illegal. The streets will kick you out if you try to go back now. You don't belong there anymore. All relationships ain't gonna be the same. You don't, it's not, it don't fit anymore. Tell your neighbor, I got a new normal. The ways of God is not alternative, it's above. It's above. Who likes to hang out in the graveyard? Who likes to hang by? Some of y'all go to the graveyard, even Halloween, you just get a little nauseous, like. Ooh, you get queasy, like, ooh, you uncomfortable. Who gonna walk in the graveyard at night and just be like, oh, who gonna do that? If I be like, hey, y'all, meet me at the graveyard, midnight tonight, we gonna go out there and just observe. You'd be like, I see you Sunday, bruh. Nobody likes hanging in the past, I mean graveyards. Nobody likes hanging where you used to hang. I mean, graveyards. You get queasy. You get uncomfortable. Something in you says, I don't belong here. Something in you says, this is for dead things. This is for old things. And old things have passed away. Behold all Oh, All things are become. Why are you hanging in the graves? Why? Why are you hanging in the graves. The Bible says, but ye shall receive power. <laughs> I feel like running. Power after, I think that's the next verse. 
after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall receive power. Woo. Somebody say power. Y'all excuse me, I feel a little old school. I came up apostolic, Pentecostal. So when I hear certain words, I'm like, oh, shadabaha. Don't mind me. You don't have to do this. This is my expression. You know what I mean? When the kids heard that song, they danced their way. I hear certain scriptures, and I just do, that's me. That's called a quicken, because your spirit is alive. You quicken. When, you, when you're alive, you quicken. It's like a defibrillator. When they say Jesus, you, hey, come on, Hosha. See, I can tell when you're alive when I say Jesus. I can tell. Woo. Let me do a, let me do a life test. Can I do a life test? Jesus! Hey, come on, Shatanda. Woo. Power. Power. Wonder working power. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay on the. I said power. 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 I'm going to break it down. Power. And then we're leaving. We're going home. Power. Power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Power. That word there is, is that of like, uh, it's, it's called dunamis. It's like, it's where you get the word dynamite from. That's where it is. That's what the word power means there. It means dunamis. It means electrical. It means a current of, of, ele- of force. Woo. Do you know you're living with a force inside of you? I'm just trying to find the side to preach to you. All right, I'm going to preach to you. There's a force inside of you that won't let you cry. You have joy unspeakable. Full of glory. You have peace that passes your understanding because you got a force inside of you. Your body can't stay sick because there's a healing force. Woo! That's where you get the word dynamite from. Explosive. That, that Holy Ghost power is exploding inside of you right now. Woo! I said the power of God is exploding inside of you right now. And I don't mind you not understanding it. I don't mind you not feeling it because I'm not talking to you. I'm speaking to something inside of you. Woo! I said, I was, you, you can sit there. It's fine. Something in you is being affected. Something in you is receiving this. So if you're here this morning, I'm not talking to your natural ears. I'm talking to your divine ears. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Power. That word power means the ability to cause or prevent an action. <laughs> I'm not going into this. Y'all come back Wednesday. We go a little bit into it. The ability to cause or prevent an action. Power. Power. The Holy Ghost is our power source. Like, 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 an, like, the electric, like electricity. It all has the same source here in Orlando. You got electricity in your house. Some of you are in your clothes. Some of you charge your phones. Some of y'all charge your computer. Some of y'all I, I, you, <laughs> turn the lights on. Different manifestations of the same power. Different manifestations of the same power source. What are you doing with the power you have? Let me close right here. I'm just going to go to the end of the sermon and I'll break it down next week. Hmm. This is what I want to say and we're going to talk about this more so come back. I'm skipping all the way to the end so forgive me y'all because I, I, this is the word I want to give you all. Oh, this is going to be so good. Please come back, y'all. The Holy Ghost is not a thing. He is a person. Right? We'll go into it. We'll go into it. Relax. The Holy Spirit is a person. Holy Spirit is not an angel that comes and say, do this for the next four years and leaves you to yourself. He's a person that dwells on the inside. He's your daily counsel. He's your weekly advisor. He's your comforter. The Bible says, Jesus said, I'm going away, but I'll send a comforter. I said it a while ago. Why out of all the things would Jesus leave a comforter? If Jesus is leaving, why don't he leave a shield 
so that problems can't get to us. No, he leaves us a comforter for when problems come to us. Ooh. So having the Holy Spirit does not make you uh, uh, exempt from storms, problems, trials. No, but you're not going to go crazy. You got a comforter. I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, look at somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will grab you before you lose your mind. I got you. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. Y'all missing what I'm saying? Before you go crazy, before you just lose it, the Holy Ghost will grab you. I got you. I got you. Don't fret. Let not your heart be troubled. I got you. Somebody say, I need him. I need him. Comforter, because things are about to get uncomfortable when I leave. That's what Jesus said. It's about to get uncomfortable, so I'm gonna leave the comforter. I'm not gonna leave the remover of problems. I'm gonna leave the comfort in it. So you know God is in your life, not if you don't have problems, but if you have peace in it. Did I help somebody right there? Because y'all like, where's God at? I got, I, I got 99 problems. Where's God? He's the reason why you're not consumed. You're in the fiery furnace. Come on, Hebrew boys. You're in the fiery furnace, but you're not there alone. So don't say God is not there because you have so many problems. If you have peace and you're comforted in it, that's his presence. Do you hear me? He is our counsel I want to talk about this because the Bible says you have powers to be not to do I got the Holy Ghost power so when I want when I, uh -uh, to be so the first work of the Holy Spirit is in me I want to say this and I'm closing thank y'all for coming Forgive me, first-time visitors. I will go more in-depth next week if you give me another chance. Around the corner, boy. If you come back around the corner, I'll go more in-depth. He is our wisdom. Wisdom is, I looked it up, it's supreme intelligence. It's the greatest way, the best way. How can I talk to my spouse? Wisdom gives me the best way. How do I address this issue? Wisdom gives me supreme intelligence. Because there's a way that seemeth right to man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Wisdom tells me what to say, how to say, when to say, and if I should say at all. Why are so many saved people without wisdom? We got power. We but no wisdom. We don't know what not to do. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to. You just as nasty as you was before you got saved because you don't have wisdom to bridle your tongue. You don't. Okay. What is the Holy Ghost for? To be is first. Why are we not wise? The Holy Spirit. And I'm not talking about anyone. And I said that because I know a few people's issues in the church. I'm not talking about you. I've been doing this way longer than I started lit. So I'm, I'm going back to other issues too. So I'm not talking about you, woman or man of God. How do we have the Holy Spirit? And choose dysfunctional spouses. Never mind. Single people, you need supreme intelligence. I said single people, you need supreme intelligence to tell you who to be with. Even as a friend, all y'all hands was up when you said you saved. 
When you save, you receive the Holy Spirit. There's another indwelling, which is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We'll talk about that. No, How? We'll talk about that next week. Woo! I'm sorry, I'm full. I'm full. I'm full. I am full. When you have the, when you get saved, you receive the Holy Spirit. You have supreme intelligence. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of me, the Bible says. Most of us have problems for lack of wisdom. It's not, everybody's not going through a Job situation. I got problems on every side and, and the devil just, no. Job was perfect and upright. We don't all have Job problems. A lot of these we induced. I feel the Holy Ghost. A lot of issues we had that you want prayer for, we caused for lack of wisdom. Now God got to do clean up maintenance on our foolish choices. We ain't even addressed the devil yet. You need wisdom to help. We need wisdom to help us realize our self-destructive habits. I have habits that are self-destructive. That I keep coming to the pastor or church for. I don't need prayer. I need wisdom. Because if I lay hands on you tonight, the problem ain't going. Oh, God. You can trace every problem in your life to a lack of wisdom somewhere. Most of them. Unless it's a demonic thing that the Lord allows to take you to the next level. What am I doing that's dysfunctional that keeps bringing me to this place and I'm talking about come up, but I'm still here? It ain't God. If he's saying come up, why am I not going up? A lot of times, I don't know the voice of God. I don't know. I'll be praying, but I don't know his voice. I don't know the spirit. You got to. All right, we're going to do it. I didn't mean to mock you. I'm sorry, because that's somebody's real thing. Cool. You don't know what to do all the time, but nine times out of ten, you know what not to do. This ain't even, is this? I just don't know what to do, so I just went to his house and he just, no, that's wrong. That's what not to do. I know you don't know what to do. Now you're pregnant because you did what you should not have done. That's not the devil. That's not heaven. That's not, that's lack of wisdom. It's not demonic. It's not angelic. It's a foolish decision. I'm talking to y'all now because I don't want you to wait till you're 80 to get wisdom. Age don't bring wisdom. Oh, oh, I felt that. Age does not bring wisdom. Gray hair don't mean you wise because I know a lot of gray hair foolish individuals. The spirit itself gives me wisdom. The spirit speaks. The spirit, the ancient ageless spirit is Wisdom, six years old, wisdom, 16 years old, wisdom, 26 years old, wisdom, 36 years old, 46 years old, 56 years old, 66 years old, 106 years old. You can have it at any stage. Liv, I ain't going to wait till y'all 60 and 70 and 80 and 90 to live wisely. Like, hey, brother, yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. And now you got a good life, and it's about to end. You 95, about to live your best days, literally. No, you're going to live your best days at 9 or 5. That young, yes. Why not? Wisdom. He is our counsel. He's our advisor. When he speaks, listen up. We don't listen. 
He gives us all things that pertains to life and godliness through his spirit. You have, from now until you die, you have the intel in you. You have the supreme intelligence of every decision. That's why I say, whoa, 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 in all thy ways. All means, yeah, in all thy ways acknowledge me and I'll direct your path. I encourage you today. I'm going to talk more next week. But this thing has arrested me, man. He said, my people are not walking in wisdom. They're walking in culture. They're doing what everybody else is tired of. They're doing what everybody else is doing, but what so many others have done. Go back to the first scripture before the title, please. We're going to talk about how wisdom is different from knowledge. I cannot wait. One of the main differences is when you come up, he said, I'll show you things which is to come. Wisdom knows what's next. Knowledge doesn't. I'll show you things which are to come. When I live by the Spirit, and he speaks to me, he knows what was, what is, and what shall be, which is why it's supreme intelligence. There are a lot of smart people that have knowledge because they know the past. <laughs> they study and they research. Read, that means it's already been searched. They tread on ground that's already been broken. They have a not a lot. They know. Do you know that Adam was black? Do you know that Jesus was really, all right. Okay. If it's really going to change me today, I'll add it. If it ain't, was the blood red or no? Cool. Did the blood save me or no? Like, what color was the blood? That's what I want to know. Huh? Matter of fact, I don't even care what color the blood was. Did it work? Cool. How many of y'all care what color medicine is? You, you don't, I don't care that Motrin is orange and, Ad, Ad, and Advil is like that copper. You don't care what color it is. Do it work? They got all this knowledge of the past and of the present. But without wisdom, you're blocked from the future. I can't wait to talk about that. Wisdom knows the future, so it stands with you in the middle of your past, with you in your present, and knows the future. So it can advise you. He can advise you like, yo, you should really do this based on your past and your present and what I see in the future. Do that. I don't want to do that. He, he wants to date me. She wants to be with me. I, I, can, I can cheat on my taxes. I don't know what struggles we all have. Because some people are older and I, Pastor, every week you talk about boyfriends and girlfriends. I'm 57 years old. I don't care about. So I don't know what your temptation is. Because I'm a little bit younger. So I'm trying to preach to you. But try to preach to yourself right here. Okay? But, but I want to. But I want to. And wisdom is saying, yo. Do this. It's not fun now, but guess what? In your next season, I don't think anybody likes to invest, but when you see how it works, you're anxious to do it again. Invest. I got to lose first to gain. Ooh, did y'all hear that? Do y'all know about investments? We got. All right, y'all know we're talking about your money this year too, right? I got to give first in hopes to gain. I hate losing. Ooh, but when I get that back, let's do it again. <laughs> ah! Ooh, but when I get that back, let's do it again. Yeah. Gotta do it. I'm not hanging out tonight. It sounds corny, but I'm gonna pray. Because what I'm coming into in 2018, it's not natural. It's not natural. It's spiritual. It's supernatural. Listen! Try to pray. Embarrass yourself. 
stop in the middle of the prayer. Like, I sound so stupid. God is like, yes, because I used the foolish to confound the wise. Try to connect. I need wisdom, so can I have it, God? How do you do this? Um, Lord Jesus, can I have wisdom? Because I want to know the supremest intelligence of your will in life. I want to um, be better in 2018. Uh, and you in my, I know you're, do it. Just do it. And when you hear good, listen to that. Because you ain't that good to bring a good thought to yourself. <laughs> Let me go. Anything good you hear is God. They came to Jesus and said, good teacher. What can I? He said, why are you calling me good? There's only one good. Only one. And he is the father. So if anything good comes to you, that's the father. Through the spirit of God and wisdom, instructing you on your next move. Wisdom will not only give you general instruction. Oh, I can't wait. It'll help you prioritize. Because a lot of things you need to do this year, but what's first? Wisdom tells me what's first. I got to start my business. You need to restore your marriage first. It might say that. I don't know. Wisdom might say Go to school. Go. I don't know. Because we go for what we want to do first and our ambitions. I got to do this this year. I'm going to do this. And we do what we can post and look good doing. Wisdom says, come off social media. Get, get ghost. Let me develop you in the dark like an like a old picture. Let me develop you in the dark. So when I hold you up to the light, whoo, they'll see what I was working on the whole time. When I hold you up to the light, they'll see the glory. Wisdom helps me prioritize. I'm done. It's late. Father, let us listen to your counsel. Why would you waste time giving us heaven's perspective and we're not going to listen? Why would you waste time through your Holy Spirit instructing us on the best route only for us to do our thing? Convict us. Convict us to seek you. Convict us to hear from you. And convict us to listen to you. In the name of Jesus. I don't know about you, Liv, but I need supreme intelligence to help me live my life. Some stuff feel right, and I feel good doing it, but is it right? The Bible calls him the spirit of truth. He's the truest thing. This is true. Just because you believe it don't make it true. I can't wait. Next week. So, Father, give us your wisdom today. Everyone in here, walk in wisdom. No more foolish decisions. Back it up. No more foolish thoughts. Back it up. No more foolish exposure. Let's not expose ourselves to foolishness. In the name of Jesus, let's not continue to expose ourselves to foolishness so that our thoughts won't be foolish and our behavior and our speech won't be foolish. 2018 is the year of wisdom. <laughs> wisdom is power. That's how you get power to get wealth. That's the Bible. Wisdom. I want to be wise in my decisions. Wise in my actions, wise in my speech, in the name of Jesus. No more self-destructive traits. I will walk in wisdom in Jesus' name. If you receive it, say, I receive the spirit of wisdom in Jesus' name. You, you don't have to clap. Don't clap, but just worship the Lord. Don't clap, but just say, thank you, Father, for your wisdom. Yeah, just say it. Thank you for your wisdom. I receive it now. I receive them now. Say it. I receive them now. I receive your wisdom now. I receive him now. I'm not setting myself up for disappointment and failure anymore. I receive your wisdom in Jesus' name. Thank you for wisdom. In 
Jesus' name, I receive you. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.